4: This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited, and as always we're working on your financial freedom. And I want to open the show. I've just got a, a quick question to or set of questions to start the show. How how informed how informed do you feel about the the economy more broadly and, and more narrowly the the real estate market right now? Do you know? Do you have any ideas? Probably heard some stuff, right, out in the news or whatever. How how is the real estate market doing valid question for those that are listening to this program regularly that are investors of course and if you don't know well what what is the best place to go to learn and, and in particular to learn about investor sentiment how are other investors feeling right now i like to know i like to know so hey be sure to stick around i'm going to be joined uh, in a bit uh for a segment or two of the program by mike Hanna. he is the owner of investmark mortgage and Mike and his company, they what they do is they provide hard money lending and thirty year financing to investors, both flippers and rental owners. They do both, and, and, and all across Texas. But what's important to me today is that they have conducted a survey of their investor base. And Mike's going to join us, and he's he's going to tell us, he's going to talk about uh, talk to us about the results, so we can hear how are how are the flippers feeling right now uh, about the market? What about the landlords? That's what I do. That's what we do at Lifestyles Unlimited. We're not flippers. We are buy and hold investors both of single family rental houses as well as multifamily apartments. So are, that's the question, right? Are people still investing? You hear a lot of doom and gloom out there and, and, and if they are, well what sort of headwinds are they encountering? So we're gonna talk about that. Now it does beg the the question of course, you know, back to my earlier uh, postulation there. How do you, how, how informed do you feel? Well, where do you go to get your information as a real estate investor, or maybe you just want to get started in this, in this game? What is the best source? Well, there are a lot of sources out there. There are a lot. There is the, the information age, right? That's where we are. And there's a lot of information out there. Some of it's good. Some of it's bad. Now the source we'll have coming on here later to join us. That's a great source. Very close, very connected to, to the market, at least here in Texas. So what about, what other places might you go? nightly news very easy just flip the button on your on your remote get the news flowing maybe the 24-hour news going headlines in the internet you know i recently saw as i was preparing i was looking at some of the uh, some of the headlines out there i saw forecasts for the real estate market and of course these forecasts they tend to talk at the national level which is really not relevant to me who's buying right here in dallas fort worth i don't really care what's happening in new jersey or Uh, Topeka or wherever else it's relevant to me here because all real estate is truly local but I recently saw forecasts not for the rest of the year 2022 not for 2023 but for 2024, I mean, come on, <laughs> my, my crystal ball's been broken for a very long time. I'm really interested how, how well theirs is functioning to look that far in, into the future. Um, you know, disregard that stuff. Come on, uh, seriously. What about your family? You're sitting around the dinner table, your friends at the bar, wherever you go, the restaurant. Where are they going? For their information, we'll see the prior discussion point, right? They're watching the news as well, so be very careful. You know, you're going to get pounded with with information. It's coming in all the time. Like I said, this is the information age, but it's not all necessarily good information. So you need to learn how to how to weigh that information as it as it comes in, because a lot of people operate from a from a point of from a place of fear, and a lot of that fear is stoked by what I was. What, properly called misinformation from these very sources now what are some good sources well hey if you're listening to me right now you're listening to the radio so radio show yeah here you go this this is a good place we are all real estate investors if you listen to all the hosts myself mike harrison al gordon right we, we all do the real estate investor radio show and of course del walmsley does the the del walmsley radio show he is the founder and the ceo of lifestyles unlimited and he has been investing for over three decades now Talk about experience. Talk about really having a pulse on, on the market. That that's the guy you want to listen to, and and you're going to get a lot of information, and you'll get varied information from from all of the hosts. And if you want to learn more, go to the podcast. Really, uh, if you're listening now to the radio program, great place to listen. But you can also go to our website, lifestylesunlimited.com, and click on that. That radio tab. What about me, Andy? Where where do I go? Personally, I, I like to have a mix of sources. I like to weigh things, you know. There, there, there is a lot of information, and there are a lot of opinions that are embedded in that information. So I will look at the national news, right? I'll take it with a big old grain of salt. But I do like to see what they're telling you. I like to understand what the message out there coming from the nightly news is. Because sometimes those things need to be dispelled and broken down and taken apart. So I do watch that. I do listen from time to time. National groups, industry. Industry groups are, are hugely important, uh, as well as local associations. I've mentioned time and again that we are, even though I'm a single family investor, largely my wife and I are members of the apartment association here in Dallas. And those are all across the nation and in, in all the cities, all the MSAs. You can be a member as well. A lot of great information for your local level. National associations, realtors. I'm a realtor. I naturally listen to what, what they what they're talking about. Mortgage groups. So a lot, a lot of, a lot of stuff out there. A lot of interesting forums out there as well. Uh, what we used to call back in the '80s maybe bulletin boards online and Facebook groups. Here too, I would be very careful with these. You don't know who is posting that speculation, that opinion, that that feedback to whoever's question was posed on that particular forum. Be very careful. What I really like to go to is my local investor network, and of course. Very important, our Lifestyles Unlimited ecosystem, very broad-based, includes my mentors, the Lifestyles Unlimited Realty team, the operations team for apartments, and of course, my fellow Lifestyles Unlimited investors. They understand what I'm doing. They understand what I want to know. Hugely important. And last but not least, big, big source of my intel is my team. And that brings me back full circle to Investmark Mortgage and the survey that we're going to take a look at here in just a moment. So stick around.
3: Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues in moments.
2: plan savings with three lines of t-mobile essentials versus comparable available plans plan features and taxes and fees may vary
3: back to your map to financial freedom you're hearing lifestyles unlimited's real estate investor
4: radio show Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. And as mentioned prior, we are now joined by Mike Hanna with, from Investmark Mortgage. And Mike, I've, I've known you for quite a while. You've been part of the vendor program at Lifestyles Unlimited for over a decade now. So you guys have a very long track record with Lifestyles Unlimited, but obviously in the, the broader market as a hard money lender and also lending on the, on the 30-year uh, notes as well. And you conducted a survey, and this is what I really wanted to get into with you today. Um, you conducted a survey to kind of gauge the, as I understood it, to gauge the the sentiments of myself and my, my investor peers out in the out in the market. I guess. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about the survey? What was the goal, or what were you trying to learn, and uh, who did you conduct that with?
1: Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on. Um, you know, we what we really wanted to do was get a pulse. Of what our investors and what the people in our network were thinking you know about what was going on in the market right now, and given that you know we haven't seen uh, any interest rate increases in in a very long period of time. In fact, I mean, for most of the you know new investors out there that you know they if you've been investing in the last you know ten years, all you've seen were you know interest rates slowly going down, right or or remaining stable. Um, but no one's seen the interest rates go the other direction. So we just wanted to get a pulse of what was going on uh, with everyone's thoughts. And, um, and so that was the purpose of the survey.
4: And who are you, who are you surveying? What who, who was your base there?
1: Well, it was mainly our mailing list. So our mailing list includes just uh, you know, all of our investor uh, network uh, along with our clients, um, so about 7,500 people is who we sent the, the the survey to, and we got a good response on it.
4: So, yeah, and I mentioned in the prior segment, it's not so we're the listener right now is tuning into the the lifestyles unlimited real estate investor radio show. We talk about buying and holding, but I know you're not just working with buy and hold investors. You also uh, loan to flippers, so you're getting a, 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 a you're, you're getting a full gamut in there. You're getting both types of investors in that survey. What are what are what are the main takeaways? What did you learn? Are people still investing?
1: Yeah, yes, yeah. They're they're still investing. I mean, our our you know our survey. I mean, what it uh, the the results really were that you know seventy percent of of investors are actively looking for uh, investment properties. So that that was you know that's a pretty strong number. That's an indication that you know it's they're still very bullish on the market. Um, and then the other, you know, the other 30% was broken down to, you know, 27% waiting for the market to improve or, you know, they, they're not currently planning on any, uh, you know, further investing at this time. Um, and then, you know, 3% said, you know, they marked other, right? So, they were indifferent about it. Um, but that's what, you know, that was what we saw. Uh, that was the big, the big takeaway was that, you know, people are still investing, they're still looking for deals, um, but you know, there's some challenges out there, right? And so we have a, we, we wanted to get what those were as well from, uh, from the survey.
4: So what are and those? I can
1: headwinds? Those if you want me to.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So, I would like to know what other people, other investors, whether flipper or, or buy and hold investor, what, what are the headwinds? What are the, the challenges that they're encountering out there?
1: Sure. Yeah. So the, the number one, uh, uh, the, the, the number one takeaway from that was, Fifty-four percent of the investors said finding properties or getting outbid that was their top challenge, uh, and then the, the rest breaks down like this. You have twenty percent, saying they had a hard time finding the you know enough reserves or enough resources on their end to you know to get into a loan or get into uh, you know to, to pay for the rehab for a property, uh, whether that's you know purchasing it, paying for the repairs, etc. So. Um, you know, having enough capital to to do that—that that was twenty percent of the respondents. Twelve percent said they were having to, uh, having trouble with labor issues, labor shortages, and that you know that's something that we've been seeing for a while now. We've seen that, you know, if you've been if you've tried to do a rehab on a property, you're you know it's very it's become very very difficult to find certain trades, uh, and then the trades that you do find they've gone up and you know they've gone significantly up in price. Um, Eight percent of their respondents said that the supply uh, supply cost was a was a big concern. So that's come down a little bit, but there's still you know the cost of materials has gone up, right? And the and the delay in in getting things like even things like a dishwasher can take you know three three months to get a dishwasher in. Uh, some of that stuff has improved, but you know six months ago it wasn't it was it was not good. Right. It was a it was, you know, you get a rehab done and then you'd be waiting on like a couple of things before you could finish it. Uh, so and then the final six percent um, voiced, uh, you know, raising property taxes as as a challenge. So, you know, those of us that are in the rental business, you know, that significantly impacts our cash flow when when the, uh, the tax, uh, you know, the tax values keep going up. And we and we've seen that last couple of years, you know, values have increased. And of course, the assessed values have increased uh, along with it. So that's putting a you know that's putting a concern with at least some of the people that responded.
4: Yeah, and, and I've talked about that ad nauseum, probably for the listener on on the program, is protesting those taxes. In fact, Mike, you you joined me. Uh, Boy, it's been a couple years. In fact, it was back in May of 2020. We we talked about this very topic. A whole show dedicated to protesting taxes during COVID. This was the COVID era. Um, that's one way to the listener. If you are a rental, a buy and hold investor, and, and taxes are your concern, that is one way to address that that particular piece. So I, I understand that. Uh, I guess the, the 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 recent inflation read is that it's a decline just a little bit. To your point, maybe maybe we'll start to see some of those prices come down. I don't know, Mike. I, I feel. Feel like some of this stuff is embedded now, uh, both with our you know the goods going into the properties as well as the, the the true price of the the property. So some some true headwinds there, but I think maybe, yeah. maybe I'm a silver lining sort of guy. The the fact that 70 of 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 your network of your uh, polled uh, investors are actively looking, I think that's I think that's great news, isn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely, it is. Um, I think you know if you look at what's like what's going on here, especially like, so we're, we're a Texas lender, right? We don't loan out of state. We, we know the market here in Texas, in Texas. Um, and so we track all the data of what's going on here. If you look at like just the, the economics of it, like the average, you know, the sales price, uh, the average sales price uh, year over year from 2020 to 2021 went from 411,000 to 482,000. The median price that's up 17% median price rose twenty almost twenty three percent to three ninety nine um, as the as the median sales price um, then there, there's a bunch of other statistics like you know months of inventory um, decline from point nine months to to point seven months so less than a month where in a normal market it's six months right so we're seeing a little bit of an increase in that now this is data from you know from you know six months ago but you know we have we have an unemployment rate here in Texas of 3.4%. We have a lot of other data here that indicates that, you know, d- just like nationally, you know, we have a supply problem. We have a big supply problem here, and demand is definitely outstripped supply in North Texas. So we've kind of gone through this huge cycle where, you know, we have, uh, uh, you know, over 1,500 people move here every day to Texas.
4: Yeah, you're you're talking you're, you're talking fundamentals that are supporting the market specifically here in Texas. We're going to head into a quick break. Let's pick this up, Mike, on on the backside if you can stick around. Thank you.
3: Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at eight five five four ninety seven forty three thirty five. Real Estate Investor
2: Radio Show. Continues.
3: 10 next. Listening to Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will
4: change your life. Now, here's your host. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host Andy Webb, and I have Mike Hanna from InvestMark Mortgage on with me today. He just joined us in the prior segment. They had conducted a survey. We talked a little bit about the results of that survey in the prior segment. If you missed any part of the show, go to lifestylesunlimited.com. You can catch that uh, content there. Uh, Mike, as we were heading into the break, um, you were talking essentially about the fundamentals here in Texas, the the, the lack of inventory in the housing market, uh, and and the, and the fact that so many people. I think you said. Fifteen hundred people uh, moving here a day to the state of Texas. I mean, crazy numbers. That's going to have an impact going forward. But I want to go back. I want to go back to the headwinds or the the challenges part. We talked about what those are, what investors are seeing. But and I have kind of a broad question to you. How how do we as investors? How do we? What do we do to ch- to take on those challenges to address those headwinds? What, what What do you recommend?
1: Right. Well, like let's just cover each one of these. But I mean, the main point I want to mention is you have got to be patient, right? So. Uh, 54% of the uh, you know the the survey results came back with hey we're getting outbid that's our top challenge finding finding deals and getting outbid you got to be patient um, if you don't get that deal don't spend too much time on a deal where the numbers don't make sense right just move on to the next deal while you're doing that um, you you need to be building out your network right by building out your network means like who are you associating with who is helping you find deals right you need to you can't have enough friends in this business, right, or people in your network. Um, with, with the labor shortage issue, I mean, you got to have a prime contractor and a couple of backups, right? Almost for every trade if you're going to GC the project yourself. Um, so, th- those are things that I, I think, you know, investors need to do is, um, is you know, don't get discouraged. I mean, you got to make more offers, right? You've got you to stay with it. Um, and, you know, when times are good, uh, and and when times are a little bit more challenging to find deals, so that that's that's what I would say is the, is the is the thing to focus on.
4: Yeah, team is hugely important, and it's interesting. You you probably don't see these, I don't imagine, but. Um... As a, as a Lifestyles member, I, I have email blasts that I get from the Realty team, and, I, and I'll tell you, I, I, those seem to be increasing in frequency now um, So to the, to, the, to the problem of inventory. I do think that's shifting a little bit, but it's a valid point. Know your investing criteria. What kind of return do I need to see? Cash out of pocket do I want to have, et cetera, et cetera. And stick to that. Um, when people deviate, is when when they tend to find themselves in in hot water. Now, your 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 client base, Mike, it's it, it's it's a little bit broader than what we do at Lifestyles Unlimited. Like I said, we're focused on the rental side of things, but you also lend to flippers. And there's some interesting uh, uh, numbers that came out of the survey. It seems like flippers are holding back uh, quite a bit more than the uh, rental investors, despite those higher interest rates you just mentioned. What what does that tell or what, what can you? What can you glean from the data and tell us about the two investing models? What are you seeing as a, as a result of the surveys and, and the market?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, the, those results are pretty interesting. The flippers, uh, even though everybody is still bullish on the market, um 49% said they felt good about the market. 51% said they had concerns and were holding off. And those concerns relate to, hey, the market has gone up the last couple of years you know, significantly. We've seen these huge jumps that really haven't seen that in Texas, um, you know, I mean, ever, I don't think. I mean, we've never seen, any, especially in terms of the percentage increase in, in values. So, I think there's some concern that, hey, if interest rates are going up, it's going to put some pressure on the on, Pricing and on values, and I don't want to buy something right now. And maybe you know, the, if I go try to flip it, it's worth a little bit less, right? So I think that's that's the the mindset, at least to some of the investors that we've spoken with. Um, so that so that's the. And w- when I look at our system, you know, I just did I ran a report to see like, well, how many of our clients right now are flipping versus how many are renting? And it's it's way more rental. It's Seventy five percent are buy and hold versus twenty five percent flipping. Where A couple of years ago, it was more 50/50, maybe 45/55, you know, somewhere in that in that range. So it's definitely more rental oriented now. Even though interest rates have gone up, it's just I think there's some concern about spreads on on profits um, if you're trying to flip.
4: Yeah, it's interesting. I was t- I was speaking with a very experienced investor that has his hands in a lot of different pies, and and and, and he sources his own properties. And he was telling me, Andy, you know, the, the the quick easy money is to just assign the contract, sell that to another investor. That but that's very low margin, low returns. Above that, maybe we go ahead and close on it, do it, just paint and carpet real quick, wholesale. It's called, you know, just put it back on the market without. Fully fixing it up, he said. After that, you know, in terms of returns, you know, doing the flip, you know, we're gonna make a, we're gonna make more. But he said ultimately, I want to get to where I'm, I'm holding on to these things because over the long term, that's that's where the profits are really going to be. And, and and I think we're seeing that right now. The the challenges that flippers are, are encountering, they're, they're they're being straightforward with you, and they're they're holding back more uh, than, than than rental investors. Seventy percent of people are investing, actively looking. Um, again, good good news. What do you see? We were talking a little bit uh, ahead of the break about the the. Texas market. Is there anything else any anything you want to talk to about the fundamentals here in our great state? Where do you guys lend, by the way? Where where you? I know you're here in Dallas, Fort Worth, like I am. Where in Texas are you guys active?
1: We lend all over the state of Texas. If it's in Texas, we we lend on it. And I mean, in terms of like fundamentals uh is that what you wanted me to, to, to yeah step? we're
4: starting to talk about that Head of the break the music interrupted us the, the commercial break all those good interruptions came up came in i want i want to hear you, i would like you to finish your thoughts on on just texas as a as a market and what we see going forward
1: sure okay so here so here's a little um here's a little list of things that that you can you know that the audience can you know take in and and interpret how they want to interpret um uh, we've got over 10 percent of the fortune 500 are here in texas Last year, 150 companies moved to Texas. So, in 2021, 150 companies moved here. That was almost 700,000 jobs were added to Texas in 2021. And for 20 straight years, Texas is the number one exporter in the country. A lot of people may not know that, but that's I thought that was a, a very interesting stat. Um, and Texas is the ninth largest economy in the world. Um, with the population in North Texas expected to double in the next fifteen years, so wow. a point of all those is that there there's not only is there a housing shortage now, but it, it's it, unless they do something to improve that we're going to have more we're just going to continue to have more demand uh, for housing here in North Texas as investors, you want to be in front of that right you don't want to be behind that so um, our my point is always the same, which is hey, you buy when the market's strong, you buy when the market's down, you just continue to buy because over time, you know, the, there's nothing better than the long-term uh, wealth-building model that real estate gives you, right? You buy and hold properties for, for several years. I mean, we've seen it with our clients over the last you know, almost 20 years um, and the success that they've had just buying and holding rentals. So I think these stats just indicate, you know, what, um, why Texas is just the best market to invest in. Um, versus anywhere
4: else in the country. Yeah, interesting stuff and and I'll add a little bit of fuel to the fire. If you've followed any of the news lately around builders, they're they're pulling back and and if they're pulling back, well that means less inventory in the next few years as well, doesn't it, to the to the lack of housing availability. Mike, you you kind of scaring me doubling uh, the population of Dallas-Fort Worth doubling makes me a little bit nervous here <laughs> as I drive. I around know down. It's-
1: I know it's it's just what it it's just where the jobs are the jobs are headed here, um, other states as well, but but a, a lot of them are headed here, and you know we're gonna you know we have a supply problem now. We're probably gonna continue to have a supply yeah. problem. So the the point is, I don't think I don't think you're gonna see values go down, and I think some of the concern that some of the flippers are having is is. It's just short, maybe it's just short term um, because over time, the values are going to, you know, if, if they don't go up, they're definitely going to remain. You
4: know, I'm with stable, you, in my
1: opinion.
4: I'm with you. I, I share that opinion. And Investmark Mortgage can help by, among other things. I mean, I just got that email from you. Hey, survey results are in. I was like, awesome. This is great information. That's so why I wanted to have you come on. Obviously, you do the lending for both hard money and 30 uh, year. What's your website if, if, if folks want to go check you out?
1: Sure, it's investmarkmortgage.com. I n v e s t m a r k mortgage.com. dot um, Go there. It's uh, there's lots of information on the website. Um, there's also, you know, we also have our deal uh, uh, deal analyzer that we we provide. It takes a minute to fill it out. We can get you back, you know, some some preliminary numbers. Uh, yeah takes five minutes to complete an application on our website. So we we want to be the one stop shop for real
4: estate. Go check them out. I'll give that address out after the break. Mike, thanks for coming on and sharing all that info. Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate
3: Investor Radio Show returns in a moment. Got questions? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show.
4: Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. If you have any questions for me, you can email me at askandy at com. Again, askandy at LUINC.com. And a big thanks to Mike Hanna. With InvestMark Mortgage, he joined us for the prior couple of segments, and we heard from him the results of a survey that he and his company conducted of their investor base all across Texas. We just heard they they lend all across Texas, so they've got clientele and and customers everywhere. Uh, very good base, both flippers and buy and hold investors. Seventy percent of investors are still actively looking. So, if you're, you're you're hearing the doom and gloom news out there, market's about to crash. At least here in Texas, the investor Investor base does not agree. Now, flippers and buy and hold investors, there's, there's a little bit of differentiation there. A little bit more concern on the flipper side around those values, but you heard it from Mike. Um, going forward, just the fundamentals here in Texas are Tremendous. The the lack of housing inventory is expected to continue. I mean, when you have that many people moving here per day across the state, um, I I don't know how it can go in any other direction. Add to that, the builders are are pulling back now as well uh, with their fears. Um, It's a good, good time to be a buy and hold investor. And, and again, to his point, um, you want to get ahead of that. And and how do you get ahead of that? Well, it, it starts by becoming educated. Continue to listen to this program. Maybe take the next step. Go to LifestylesUnlimited.com. By the way, if you missed any of any of uh, Mike's uh, conversation on those survey results, go to that website, LifestylesUnlimited.com. This show will be archived there, and uh, you can catch all of that. It's really good information. Um, to my earlier point in the very start of the show, there's a, there are a lot of information sources out there. Uh, but I like to go... As near to my market as I can and it doesn't get better than that somebody that's been active in the market as a lender for what what do you say close to close to 20 years now uh, with a very broad base but while you're at the website be sure to click if if you're not familiar with lifestyles unlimited be sure to click on that free workshop button it's just an hour and a half of your time so that you can learn more about what we do and and maybe get that ball rolling so that if you think you want to buy a single-family house to hold as an investment to put a couple hundred dollars into your pocket every month net Right. You can learn about that there. Maybe you want to do the apartment thing. We didn't get into apartments. Mike's going to be lending primarily on investment properties that are houses, Uh, but apartments, we invest in apartments as well. And, And 10 plus years ago, when I went to that free workshop, I had no idea that that's something that I could do. And now I am an apartment investor. I'm a passive investor. I just put my money into the investment and I, and I wait for that mailbox Monday a wonderful wonderful thing and the and the fundamentals that are driving values and and rents for houses Doing the same thing for apartments. We didn't get into that But um, that is a true story and you can go to our website and hear some of the other radio shows where we focus more on Apartments and I want to give you that website one more time uh, for Mike if you're interested in learning more It's investmarkmortgage.com dot uh, you know I I have a lot of to his point. I have a lot of my team that is is duplicate triplicate Um you know, I have backups for my backups when it's electricians or the AC guy, construction, but also for lenders. And, and I get a lot of emails. I get a lot of information from Investmark Mortgage from a lot of the other hard money lenders that are out there. Um, so it's a good place to go if, if if you just want information. To my earlier point, you know that these people are connected to the source. Of around, around investing in rental real estate. These are people you want to touch base with and get on their list. You see those emailers. Uh, sure, some of it's marketing, but in this case, great, great information that came across my desk. And, and I know Mike and a lot of the other lenders out there too, they're going to do deal review for you. If you do find something that you're interested in, you think maybe you're a little bit newer, not quite sure. If you're, if you're working with a Lifestyles Unlimited Realty team member, well, they're going to do that deal review with you. If you're not, well, you want somebody by your side to help. Maybe that's Lifestyles. Again, go check us out out but uh, if not you know sit down with your hard money lender if they have your best interest in uh, at heart they're going to sit down with you and and tell you yes or no this is or this is not a good deal now let me take a step back here you you might be scratching your head if you're catching this show for the first time or new to real estate investing you you might be thinking hard money hard money What, what is that are you talking about actual cash in my pocket instead of the, the digital stuff in my bank? You know, my son has a piggy bank that's full of coins, uh, quarters, nickels, all that stuff. For him, that's hard stuff. He can touch it. He can, it's tactile, right? He can count it. That's not what we mean. Hard money is a, is, it's a type of loan. Uh, very, very beneficial for both flippers, uh, but very, very beneficial for me as a real estate, uh, a rental, rather, uh, buy and hold investor. Obviously, it's financing. I don't want to put all my money into a particular house. I don't I don't want to I don't want to buy all cash. If I use financing, I have less cash in the deal. That mag that leverage magnifies my return. So obviously I like that financing angle. Well, why not do conventional lending, just 30 year? Well, a lot of what we're buying needs a lot of work. And due to the condition of the property, the 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 conventional lenders cannot loan on it. They will not have the insurance offered by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac on the back end. Uh, due to that condition. So they won't touch it. So hard money will, they're going to lend on a particular investment opportunity based on the future. They're going to look forward. They're going to say, okay, it's a wreck now, but you've got a budget for, let's say $43,000 to renovate that house. What's it going to look like when it's done? Oh, it's going to be worth 200 K. Well, they're going to lend based on that amount. So you may get your purchase price as well as your renovation costs covered. You can do zero out of pocket deals. Now they're not as common. They're not as common these days just with prices where they are, but um, that's how you get a little less money into each of those investments, by using hard money, by addressing the conditions. Sometimes the, the deal has to close very fast. Now, we haven't seen a lot of foreclosures lately, but a uh, handful of years ago, maybe that house, that, that seller, they're headed for the foreclosure auction. You got to beat them there. So you have to go fast. Maybe you have to close in a handful of days. Hard money lenders can do that as well So those are just some of the the benefits but more than that more than that going back to what we talked about deal analysis They are an advisor as Mike said they only lend in Texas They know this market, you know that part of town. Maybe you've bought some rental properties In in the Dallas area, you're thinking about going over to Benbrook wherever that is part of Fort Worth Well that part of town that's new to you is probably not new to them So great advisor to have on your team. And incidentally, just, you know, like I said earlier, at the start of the show, there are a lot of places to go for information. Yes, I am on Facebook. I'm in a lot of real estate groups there. Paul Starnes, he's the one of the sales guys for Mike, and he's here in the Dallas area. He happened to post just yesterday. and I think this is a great case study for you. Hard money case study. Showing numbers on a recent deal. Purchase price, now this is a low one. This is a smaller house, lower value, maybe ramshackle. Purchase price, $51,000. And I just want to give you these numbers to help you, again, get your head around how hard money can help you. $51,000 purchase price. Estimate for the rehab, I just named it, $43,000. After repair value, it is a lower value house, $125,000. I love those lower value homes for rentals. And this is a rental, so they're going to lend hard money at 75% of that expected or that after repair value. So they're going to take $125,000, 75% of that. Loan amount is right around $94,000. So do the math. Purchase 51 plus Rehab 43. He estimates closing costs around $6,000. That's hundred They're lending you ninety-four. dollars Estimate out of pocket right around six dollars or $7,000 out of pocket to do this investment. So you get it fixed up and you you don't stay in the hard money because yes, it is a higher interest rate, it is a bridge loan, it is higher risk for this lender. And when you're done with the renovations, you exit that hard money and you refinance into a 30 year loan. Now we can talk conventional lending. Now we can go to that 30 year note. And when you do the refi, you're 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 all in at seven thousand dollars. If it's renting at, you know, I don't know, lower value like this, eleven, twelve hundred dollars a month lower note, you're going to be cash flowing like crazy. But that's where hard money really helps you. That that out-of-pocket, only $7,000, you can do a lot more of those type investments over time, can't you? So that's why we use hard money. I just wanted to circle back. Mike was very gracious, talked about the survey results. We didn't really get into what they and our other hard money lenders do, and I, I wanted you to understand that. And a hard money lender is absolutely somebody you want on your team get a couple well how do you build a team well you know i did do an earlier show just a i don't know handful of weeks ago where we talked about this very topic of sourcing vendors this was on july 15th again go to our website lifestylesunlimited.com it was i think they titled it sourcing and uh, vetting vendors when they posted that there Um, good place to go to learn about doing that very thing Finding that hard money lender asking some questions. How do I make sure they're good? Um, Finding that tree guy finding that general contractor finding that insurance broker all those people that you want on your team And by the way all of those people on your team They're part of that feedback loop going back to the start of the show. Where do you go to get your information? Well, if I want to know to Mike's point about headwinds and cost of materials we know a little bit more from that survey but if I really want to know where things are going lumber Right, those appliances, I'm gonna go talk to my GC, my general contractor, or my, my framer if I'm subcontract, if I'm if I'm or if I'm running the, the, the project myself. I'm gonna to talk to those guys. If I want to know what insurance rates are expected to do later in the year or next year, I'm gonna go talk to my insurance broker. I've got information at my fingertips, thanks to my team. And going back one more time to Mike's point, you wanna be ahead of the game. Start building that team. Now, whether you're not in that 70% of investors that are actively looking now, if you're in the other 30% that are not, you can still take action. You can still move that ball forward and you can still work on that team and be prepared. Be ready for when you do decide, Hey, this is the time. I'm used to the higher, higher interest rates now. Okay. I'm I'm used to the higher cost of goods and, and inflation. Great. Ready to go. So again, give that radio show a listen July 15th about building that team. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. You can find the radio shows there. Click on the free workshop button while you're there and go to investmarkmortgage.com to learn more about what those guys do. Great source of information. I thank you for listening. And remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. You have a good day.